Friday. It's after 4.30, and that means it is time for this week's edition of Cannabis. In this segment, I take a look at the world of cannabis and try to highlight what people are doing in this somewhat new and quickly growing industry, pun intended. I look at new business ideas, innovative uses for cannabis products, how they can benefit people medically and mentally, and also help shine a spotlight on Canadian entrepreneurs. A Health Canada survey on cannabis use in the last year suggests that 27% of Canadians have used cannabis in the last year, with one in seven Canadians using it for medicinal purposes and rates of usage particularly high among people reporting poor or fair mental health. These findings overlap with the existing research, which indicates that a substantial number of people with mental illness use cannabis therapeutically to manage symptoms like anxiety, sleep issues, and chronic pain. Such medicinal usage can reduce suffering as cannabis contains analgesic properties that are generally effective and safe when used in moderation. Despite the high rates of usage, though, and the fact that cannabis has been legal for more than two years now, there does remain a lot of stigma around its use. And one associate professor in the Department of Psychiatry at McGill University is looking to help reduce that stigma and is doing so by taking part in a Mental Health Commission of Canada project. The organization recently funded 14 community-based projects aiming to explore document and destigmatize cannabis use in diverse groups and Rob Whitley is leading one of those projects which will involve producing a series of educational documentaries detailing the diverse reasons why people with mental illness use cannabis as well as exploring the impact that such usage has on their well-being and quality of life. Rob Whitley joins me now. Rob how are you today? Thanks, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for the time. Really appreciate this. And I really think this is a, a really interesting project to kind of delve into. But before we get into the project itself, I guess I just kind of wanted to get uh, your interest here. How did you kind of become involved in, in looking at cannabis as a way to help deal with mental health? And sort of what is your, your stake in this, I guess? Well, at a personal level, many, many years ago, I used to serve in the military and I'm involved in some veteran organizations and military organizations currently. And I've noticed that more and more veterans are using cannabis in Canada to help control symptoms of um, illnesses such as post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, injuries that they may have incurred in the course of their duty. Uh, many who work were in Afghanistan serving the country overseas. Um, and many of the veterans I know not only use cannabis to control and successfully manage issues like chronic pain, um, like trauma, um, like uh, other issues. Um, but also many of these veterans have at some point been on opioids or were encouraged to take opioids and they didn't want to take opioids because of the risk of addiction, the risk of abuse, the risk of overdose. And some of them have tried both and said, well, cannabis is much more effective in terms of pain management and dealing with symptoms of trauma and insomnia and other issues. Um, and, and that that is also a better option than taking opioids. So at a personal level, I became very interested in this topic. Um, and then my interest overlaps with a large corpus of research, which shows that cannabis indeed can be a very effective medicine for um, illnesses such as post-traumatic stress disorder, um, for other factors like insomnia, for menstrual cramps for women, um, for, for, for chronic pain and other bodily issues. But this cannabis, which is a medicine, is stigmatized and people who take cannabis for medicinal reasons are stereotyped as potheads or as stoners or tokers. And this is, to me, is inconsistent and is, we need to do something about it. So that's why I got involved in, in this area. 
Yeah, and I think this is a really important thing to to discuss in more detail and, and get away from that stigma. Like you mentioned, you know, people who use cannabis are often labeled, and and it's un, unfair, right, in a lot of cases because they're not they're not sitting at home just smoking and and eating a bag of chips and sitting on their couch, right? They're doing it to try to better their lives. So I think it's important that we kind of. Um, shift people's mindsets to that it's not always that pothead on the couch that's taking cannabis. There are people who are using it and they're just out and, and about and, you know, you wouldn't even know that they are, um, you know, taking cannabis to improve their, their health outcomes. Now, um, with all that being said, I guess, what what sorts of findings have you found in your research when it comes to the use of cannabis? I think one of the things I noticed in the piece that you, that I, that I uh, read and was able to connect with you after reading was in regards to using cannabis in, in moderation. So I guess, how am important is the amount and the um, frequency of use how important is that to what we're talking about the key word is in the word medicine it is a medicine uh, for, for many people and in any medicine you, you don't take 10 uh, headache tablets when you have a headache you take one and maybe you take two if it's very bad and it needs to be calibrated to the individual um, so there is research which shows that there is a risk associated with over usage so myself as a, a researcher and a, a scientist, it's important for me to communicate there are benefits, there are also risks. But, but this is a, a legal substance and it's up to individuals to think about how this can affect them uh, and if the risks outweigh the benefits. But we do know from the research, uh, corpus of research, that the, the benefits for many people are invaluable. I've spoken to many people over the last week uh, since I published my op-ed uh, someone on the telephone yesterday, a blue-collar worker who works on the oil patch who got an occupational injury, told me that cannabis saved his life, that he was suicidal, he had so much chronic pain, um, and that cannabis really helped him. Um, I spoke to other, someone else who was a professional, actually a teacher, uh, and, and she told me that she had very serious issues with uh, PTSD and, and with fibromyalgia, uh, and when she was younger with menstrual cramps. Uh, and cannabis really helped her and allowed her to kind of thrive in her professional career, and she felt she would have been unable to uh, to do that otherwise. Uh, I spoke to a veteran who was prescribed opioids and said he was at risk of getting addicted and, and went on to cannabis instead, and that had a very positive effect on his, his, his well-being and his quality of life. Um, so I feel the discussion, at least globally, in Canada, in Canada it's changing slightly, but globally the discussion has been that cannabis is evil, that it's a gateway drug, that it's... Uh, this, this terrible stub substance, um, but when we talk about alcohol, we don't we don't necessarily have that kind of discourse. And I think it's important to look at the other side of cannabis, and that's what I'm trying to do in this project. Awesome. When, and with all that being said, now let's kind of dig into the project itself. And you talk about some of the experiences people have relayed to you about their cannabis use. I imagine that's going to be something that will be portrayed here in this documentary series as well. I guess, what what does the, the, the documentary series look like? If you were to sort of put out a, a proposal as you were, uh, you know, a filmmaker trying to sell this to a, a film company, how would you kind of sell this? What would you be telling me that it's all about? Well, we've been funded very kindly by the Mental Health Commission of Canada, which is a kind of federal official government organ. And the project is two years. In year one, our aim is to make at least three, but between three and five uh, short documentaries detailing the reasons why people use cannabis for health purposes uh, and also the impact that this cannabis use has on their quality of life, on their mental health and on their kind of social integration. Uh, and to do this, we're, we will be interviewing a range of people across Canada 
Uh, because of COVID-19, we can do it across Canada. We'll be using Zoom or uh, another platform to interview people on computers. Really just understanding their life story, uh, why they use cannabis, the impact it has on them. Uh, we're hoping to speak to 20 or 30 people. And um, again, we're looking for a range of people who represent the kind of people who use cannabis, which includes professionals, blue-collar workers, uh, veterans, former policemen, uh, parents, seniors, um, as you kind of implied earlier, the, one of the documentaries, we might call it the cannabis user next door, uh, because there were, uh, as you said, almost one in three people in Canada use cannabis. Uh, and it's surprising the kind of people who have been contacting me uh, who are using cannabis. And we want to get their stories out there to make kind of empathic, poignant, educational documentaries so that people who watch this work will see that cannabis is uh, a medicine for some people and it's helping them, it's helping their quality of life, it's helping their mental health. And despite this, many people who use cannabis say that in the workplace or in their family um, or in their educational institutions, they're kind of stigmatized and they wouldn't reveal their cannabis use to people. Uh, and to me, that doesn't make sense because many people in the workplace or in educational institutions have diabetes, for example, and they need to take out a needle and inject themselves with insulin uh, a number of times a day. And we don't stigmatize that population because we know that that's important for their health and it's, it's essential for their well-being. Uh, and I'd like to get to a stage where in cannabis use uh, that people can take cannabis for medicinal reasons and not feel that they'll be stigmatized and stereotyped by people in the outer world. Now, do you have a specific target? Obviously, we're trying to, to get this out to everybody, right? Once these documentaries have been produced, they're going to be open to everybody to go on and view and be able to hopefully, um, you know, get a different perspective maybe on how they view cannabis use or maybe just justify some of the findings or, or feelings they already have towards them. Um, but if you were to say, you know, finish them at the end of this year and start showing them to people in 2022, would you have a specific group of people or a target audience maybe that you'd be looking to just to sort of gauge how how effective they are well once we finish the videos we're going to make them freely available on social media for anybody to watch but we're also going to engage in a kind of targeted campaign where we will organize screenings to target groups who we feel really need to hear the message about cannabis use and medicinal use of cannabis uh, the first target group is employers so we've heard that many people who use cannabis medicinally feel that they're kind of stigmatized by their employers or their colleagues or would not reveal their cannabis use. Uh, even someone who just takes a small amount of cannabis before they go to bed to help them sleep. Um, so employers are people who we feel really need to understand the, the medicinal use of cannabis. Um, a second group uh, is healthcare providers. So uh, paradoxically, in some ways, there is a lot of stigma sometimes amongst healthcare providers, amongst peop uh, of people who use cannabis for medicinal reasons. Uh, and again, they may be associated with, with kind of potheads or stoners. So our aim is to show the videos and have a panel discussion at healthcare providers, medical schools. Uh, and I think a third target group will be kind of post-secondary students, so students at universities, colleges, um, mainly because they're the next generation of people who will be our future leaders and our future prime ministers and our, our future members of parliament. Um, and we feel we should really get the message out to them and so that hopefully the next generation doesn't have the kind of stigmas and stereotypes that ex 
existing uh, my generation and, and I'm almost 50 in case anyone's wondering <laughs> <laughs> well uh, Rob this is awesome I think this is a really good project I'm happy to hear you got some funding for it and I'm interested to see sort of what the finished product looks like and, and maybe once we're a little bit closer to that date I'll get you back on the program so we can kind of revisit this conversation and see how the process has gone um, but just while I have you too I mean there's might be people out there listening and thinking I want to be a part of this series or at least uh, be able to share my story so it might be able to help you um, you know as you go through this process how do they get in contact with you and um, you know I imagine you're pretty open to anyone kind of getting in touch with you at this point we would love to hear from anybody who uses cannabis for health reasons to get in touch with us and whether they're a professional a blue-collar worker a veteran a student a, a senior um, all they need to do is email me at robert.whitley at mcgill.ca uh, and we're a small team and i'll get back to you and we can discuss participation and we can set up an interview and i guess just one quick thing i'd like to say mm -hmm. if anybody is worried that participating in this documentary will in fact lead to stigma uh, and prejudice from their employee or from their family or somebody in their entourage we can also arrange for them to participate anonymously we have the technology to kind of pixelate their face and to change their voice if need be so so we are aware that there are stigmas out there and people might want to talk about their experience but not have their face on camera so we, we can take those kind of measures but if anybody emails me we'll treat their email in the strictest confidence and set up a phone call and take it from there all right, there you go. You're listening to Rob Whitley there. He's an associate professor in the Department of Psychiatry at McGill University, and he is looking to help reduce the stigma around cannabis use as a medicinal tool when it comes to mental health use. And he's doing so by taking part in a Mental Health Commission of Canada project. So Whitley looking to destigmatize cannabis use in diverse groups by producing a series of educational documentaries which will detail the diverse reasons why people with mental illnesses use cannabis, as well as exploring the impact that such usage has on their well-being and quality of life. If you or someone you know may want to take part in such a project, well, you can do so by getting in touch with Robert. His email address is Robert. That's R-O-B-E-R-T dot Whitley, W-H-I-T-L-E-Y at McGill dot ca robert dot whitley at mcgill dot ca and if you're worried about uh, you know some backlash or, or putting your face out there and what implications may come as a result of that he's more than uh, capable of of uh, finding a way around that making sure you are kept anonymous he just wants to hear stories from a wide range of people from different backgrounds from different parts of the country and how they are being received and what their stories look like i think it's an interesting project i'll be interested to see what the document documentary series looks like when it is rolled out here at the tail end of this year slash early part of next year. So a little ways away from that, but yeah, we're, we're well, two and a half years almost into the legalization of marijuana here in this country. And obviously with, you know, with it being illegal for so long, people are looking at it as a, you know, a, a substance that should be viewed with negative connotations. And a lot of people, I understand why some people view it that way. But things are changing. Times are changing. There's uh, reasons why more and more individuals are taking it up. Almost, what was it, one in three, he said, individuals are using cannabis now in this country. So clearly people are using it. There's medical benefits that come with it, and he's trying to break down some of the stigma that comes along with that. So robert.whitley at mcgill.ca. I think it's a pretty cool project that is taking place. The time right now is 4.54. That was this week's edition of Cannabis.